0: Hi guys, thank you for joining us. We have a very interesting AI expert in the studio today. We're going to be doing something a little bit different. Um, Our guest made it out of KPMG after seven long years, uh, survived the Web3 space and is now a freelance and technology consultant, my friend Matthew Sherry. hi everyone and uh, thank you for joining us we have a very very special guest here today uh mr matthew sherry how's it going matthew very well thank you for being in the studio thank
1: you for the invite my (laughs) my pleasure my pleasure i like that i'm a special friend so that's nice we're we're off on a good start
0: of course of course i mean we've been doing this now for for for, i think five years at least uh at least uh, sort of talking about blockchain and cybersecurity and the implications on the industry so Naturally, I wanted to find a way to sort of um, create something different with you just because we've been doing the same thing so long. So, uh, so naturally, I, I reached out to the AI expert and I said, uh, hey, Matt, um, how can we, how can we uh, you know, create some interesting content for, 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 for a cool show? And he's like, well, instead of trying to figure out what the audience wants to hear about in terms of AI, why don't we ask ChatGBT um, what... AI questions we should be answering. So he did, and I have the questions here. So here we go. I want to start up with the prompt, actually, because the prompt is kind of interesting, right? So um, ChatGPT, what's up, my guy? So, so me and my friend, who are both geeks and techies and love, love all things AI and blockchain and cool, have a podcast session thingamabob coming up. And we'd like, to, we'd like you to give us five or so questions that we can cover, our audience is composed of fellow techies. So, this is what it came up with. Question number one, how has the AI landscape evolved in recent years and what
1: do you think the future holds for artificial intelligence? I think the fact that you're able to ask a prompt like that to an AI chatbot <laughs> and, get that, and get that type of question already shows right, how, 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 how the landscape evolved. Um, I think, obviously, first off, we need to be cognizant of the fact that AI has been around for decades. Um, I would say AI is now at a stage where, in the initial meeting when you know the whole idea of AI was conceptualized, I think they thought they'd get to this point within ten, fifteen years, right? Yeah. Um, so in a way, that that gives a bit of an idea around around the the timescale. But I think with tools like ChatGPT, with with the Microsoft uh, tools that are you know, I think Microsoft Copilot, it's called. That's yeah. that's going to be embedded. than lambda, and exactly, <clears throat> um, and and also visualization tools like Dali. Um, Midjourney, Midjourney, you know, um, as well as you know, video, uh, video production tools. Um, I, I think it's starting to. We're at a point where. AI isn't some, simply something that can be ignored anymore. You know, that's that's just for the geeks out there to, mm. to play around with and have fun with and, you know. It, it, uh-huh, like ChatGBT had its NFT moment, basically. pretty much. <laughs> But I think possibly unlike NFTs where the motivations were financial, you know, and there mm. were a few people trying to, 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 to make the most of it. I know you have very strong opinions on NFTs. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, most of which I, I agree with, mind you um but i think from an ai standpoint it's kicking off discussion listen how is this going to impact education mm-hmm. how how is this going to impact the workforce how 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 actually can we leverage and harness it does it mean that you know the job for a content writer in a marketing department is gone um you know it it's starting to ask these questions whereas before no one really bothered asking these questions because chatbots were dumb
0: Ah, uh-huh. I, I mean like i think the 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 sort of Benefit of being a geek is that you're sort of first to market in the sense that you, you 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 got instant exposure to what everyone will be playing around with in the future, right? Like, I mean, I don't know about you, but I was playing around with. ChatGPT in november i'm sure you were doing something similar right uh, like I, similar, I heard about timeline. it from
1: yourself when you sent me that whatsapp message oh yeah <laughs> so, <there laughs> you
0: go. cool okay i'm glad i'm glad um uh, and um i mean it's 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 been interesting to see like it's always interesting to see how topics like that sort of tend to break mainstream and it's like once that happens it's it's a sort of justification process for sort of people like ourselves, right? Who are, who are seeing these things like a couple of years, a couple of years in the past. But um, to be fair, the dawn of AI was not in 2023. It Absolutely. was, or, or 2022, sorry. It was in like the 1960s, no? 60s, 70s, I want to say. Like I had I met a guy a while ago who did his PhD um, in AI. And the guy was, I mean, like, just barely, just barely walking. He must have been in his late 70s. So I, so I want to say, like, 60, 70 sounds about right. Um, although my math isn't the best, but that's a different story. Anyway, let's move on to the next question. I think, I think, I think, I think that's the easiest thing to do. So um, the ethics are actually, are actually a very, very interesting part of it. So question number two, what ethical concerns arise with the advancement of AI and how can we address them as a, a society?
1: I think this is another loaded question. Um, ethics and AI is 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 going to be a hot topic for a very long time. I think the fact that we have laws and regulations that are not that were not designed for an age where AI um, was mainstream um, is what's at the root sort of cause of these of these of these discussions and these these thoughts i think uh, you know one of the first things i'd like to say is that not a lot of people possibly know that malta was one of the first countries to have to launch to have launched an ethical ai framework mm. which is quite interesting and it's also very much aligned with what the eu subsequently came up with as a as an ethical as an ethical framework and i think while we can have a debate and a discussion on, on sort of the details uh of, of of each and every point. I think the overarching principles are, are are very sound. For example, this framework makes sure that human autonomy needs to be needs to be at the forefront of, of any AI development. Mm. Which makes sense, which means that if you're having a if you're interacting with a with an AI bot, with an AI engine, Chat GPT for example, right? Um it should be upfront about the fact that it is an AI engine, it's not a human, Mm -hmm. right? So it it shouldn't try to impersonate a human, Um, which I would say that principle alone captures the vast majority of, of concerns that are Absolutely, you know,
0: that's, that's a very—it's a very like eloquently simple solution to a very big problem. I don't think it—it—it it,
1: it, it will solve all of them, but it's, it does like. Uh, and like you say, it costs a wide net, right? It's an ethical principle. Ultimately, it's not—it's not really a solution. The solution then is what sort of what's being worked on by a number of governments all over the world not just malta but also across the eu and even you know the us D- dubai for example and the the the, the uae are, are are leaders i would say in the sector um in fact, mm-hmm. they have a minister of ai yes you know, i believe they're the first country to have something like yes. that. yes so but at least it sets the tone on what on, on it establishes the foundations on what um, regulation loosely, loose, I use the term very loosely, on what regulation is going to be looking at. Um, and, you know, in this regard, I, I, I think um, a lot of people have heard about the paper that was co-authored by a number of leading individuals, uh, including the likes of uh, Elon Musk, for example, around putting a pause on AI for a short period of time yeah, just, to, break, just right? to consider regulation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Honestly speaking, I agree with the thought, but when I first read that paper, I was like, Listen, the US is behind on this. There's a lot of other countries that actually have started looking and have been looking at this for a, for quite a number of years.
0: Yes, and that's the that's the sort of downside of regulation, right? But I mean, China has been been in the lead for for a long time, and I don't see I don't see anyone catching up, personally. But um, but that's another story. Yeah. And, 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 Whether that evolution will lead to self-destruction or or um, something arguably worse. Is 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 a whole um, a different conversation, but but I think that the the possibility of a Terminator moment, I think is I think is something I'm very much afraid of. Personally, I'm very very much afraid of. And just let's let's let's. I know it sounds it sounds kind of crazy. And hey, yeah, I'm here wearing an anonymous <laughs> T-shirt, and I remember remember the fifth of November, yadda yadda. But I mean. We live in a world where me and you can have a conversation now about fluffy unicorns. And chances are, we're going to scroll through our phones and we're going to see fluffy unicorns. Now, we've tried to sort of prove this, this together, and we never really managed. We used, we used a, sort of a different, a different um, item as opposed to fluffy unicorns, which we, we can't mention here, but it's kind of not safe for work. You came
1: up with the idea, just, you know, just to put it out there Fair, the That's true, that's
0: true. But, but, but even, like, even the fact that we live in such a world where, where, where this is a reality now, right? Like you, you can have this conversation with someone who's non-techie, and they will agree with you. that if we have a conversation about A, then they will see A on their social feeds, on their WhatsApp. So we, we're, we're, we're already losing control of AI, in a
1: sense, and it's just the beginning. I think rather than losing control, AI up to this point has been very difficult to, to, to understand. Um, but for example, I'm, I'm going to use ChatGPT again as an sure, example sure, sure. because I actually use it a lot when I, you know, when when part of my job requires me to write software and code, it's basically like a you know, like I have a junior developer with me. Um, mm-hmm. so when looking at when looking at at, at sort of something like ChatGPT. Even the prompt, you ask it to, to, particularly with the new model, with GPT-4, GPT-4 yeah. if you ask it to explain and give you the rationale behind its decision process, it does so. And all of a sudden, it it sort of, it makes it seem a lot less scary, so to speak. Mm. I, I, I think, I think fundamentally, people are afraid of what they don't understand. Um, and AI is very difficult to understand, even if you've studied AI, and even if you have a degree, master's, and PhD in AI. Agreed. It's, 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 it's almost like, you know, witchcraft. <laughs> In fact, that's that's how I describe it to someone who's non-technical. Literally, that's um, a really good which, word. Which which isn't necessarily, you know, the maybe the right way to go about it's perfect. it. Perfect, But it's but it's it's sort of it, it's very relatable, right? So so I think I think it's more about it's more about um it's more about people understanding what AI is, what it's about, and how fundamentally it works. Like when we had that discussion, you know, um, What's scary to me is in the fact that you say something and it picks up that's actually that's not AI if there's a if there's a background one if there's a background mic switched on listening to your conversations and taking a, a decision. And I mean,
0: think Actually it is AI because you need to be,
1: you need yes, to be able to the conversation. Yeah, yes, that, yes, that, yes that, but, but <laughs> it's sort of the AI element there is. The it's com- the basic. It's the, it's the right. basic element. Sure. But I think what's what what then people aren't really scared enough about is the fact that when they publish a lot of their data online, on social media platforms and stuff like that, it becomes so accurate yes. that, in my opinion, um, at least, you know, even, you don't really need a mic listening to you to be able to to tell you exactly what you're after, what you're, you know. Um, and, and I think that's what a lot of people don't appreciate, and that's that's what scares me about AI. Yes,
0: and I think that's what GBT brought to the forefront, right? Like it 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 really showed people like what AI can do, and I I really think now that people's minds are open to this possibility of hey, listen, this thing is real. It's in front of me. It's not just Siri on my phone anymore. Don't fucking react, <laughs> uh, or, or 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 just some sort of basic use cases. Now it's sort of Looks and feels and thinks for itself, at least that's the sort of gen pop impression, right? So, so I don't think they're sort of familiar with the concepts of right, the, like the more data it has, the more accurate it's going to be, etc., etc., etc. But I think people are much more open to the idea now, which is at least progress in the right direction. True, right?
1: but it's scary from the other end because ChatGPT can give you a lot of crap. Yes. Um, it can make up stories, it can, you know, it can, it can say that companies have been fined five million euros yes. for something that you know wasn't really true and it can even generate sort of fake news articles
0: that's that, and that's, that's, that's the first thing i did when i when i when i opened the um, uh, judge EBT. i said write a fake story for me about uh um about someone who murdered the a- <laughs> Specific person in Malta, <laughs> bleep, bleep, um, and it did. It literally did. Just, but
1: just, just experiment. To me, that's what's scary about it, and that's why we need. That's why I agree with the cause for regulation, right? And in, 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 yes. in principle, yes, yes, because it just like any other tool, it needs to be used properly. That's it's true. no different to a, to a to a kitchen knife, which you can use to murder someone with, but you can also. You know well not me but people are able to use it to cook wonderful dishes with
0: exactly but <laughs> and that's the and that's exactly the point right it's like you everyone is allowed to freely buy and own a kitchen knife but no one is allowed to walk with this thing like exactly. brandished in their hands in the exactly. streets which There's- is as it should be right Finding that sweet spot in AI is gonna be is gonna be a whole other. A whole I other, think it's going to take uh, generations. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I absolutely. think it will take generations. Okay, let's run on to the next question, which are what are some of the interesting use cases? For AI in the fields of healthcare, education, and finance. Instead of instead of doing the and, just pick one. Like it's yeah, I so mean,
1: I mean, there's a lot of interesting use cases about AI. I would say the most interesting use cases we probably don't know about because they're they're currently in development. Right?
0: Fair enough. Um, Isn't that always the case? So like the, the the best tech in the world hasn't think, been built yet. I right? think
1: it's I think it's always the case with emerging technologies. <laughs> yeah, uh, I would say the same thing for blockchain, for example. Yes, exactly. But I I think the the sort of the more interesting use cases is where you have an amalgamation of different technologies. Not AI on its own. Like there's a number of examples where AI has been used in healthcare to 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 you know give early onset identification of 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 certain you know of, of cancer for example um, through through image recognition. I think that's been that's been done for a number of years. Uh-huh. That's now. basic stuff which um, works great. But I would say even looking into robotics, you know, there's a lot of potential implications there. Obviously, the, the thing with healthcare is that regulation within the healthcare space, for all the right reasons, is very strict. Um, so possibly it's going to be it's going to be a bit more difficult for AI to tap into that space. Um, but once it does, I think it will be beneficial to to, to the entire AI landscape. I mean, there's there's the the, the the financial industry as well. I don't think any company, any firm, small or large, can keep up with the Financial regulations that are being thrown at it, um, each and every different country or, in some cases, state, has a different idea of what to do, and that is where you need technology like AI. You know, ultimately, if you look at how, for example, certain due diligence is done with Google searches, that's, I find that pathetic. It is. It, it's it's right? hilarious. No, it's um, hilarious. I, I know. Of but, a number people of
0: people don't know of this, so can you like, can you expand on this? On this well,
1: I mean, I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm, I'm, I'm I've never done that role, but um, it. it in a nutshell, um, people just take uh, take your your name, possibly date of birth. They put it in a Google search. They look through the first five Google pages, and they make sure that you've never been uh, found guilty of. Fraudulent behavior or murder exactly. or whatever, right? Exactly. It, sort of. This is or the, at least accused of.
0: Exactly. And this is the standard, like due diligence process in the, in the in the corporate world. So it's like everyone thinks, you know, when you're sort of doing some sort of KYC, it's like, you know, there's some crazy engine. Like, yeah, there's sort of tools like world check and whatever. But that's that's just. Supplementary. Most
1: of it is Google, which is kind of hilarious, right? <laughs> yeah, and, and you know, especially when you look at you know <laughs> elements of the GDPR and stuff like that. But let's 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 not go there. Yes, yes, um, yes. But I, I, I do genuinely believe that, that sort of that's where AI, where AI tools and engines can, can really help. Um, first of all, filter out the, the, the data from the non-important to what's important, but also being able to help out with the decision making process. And here I, I emphasize on the fact, help out. I think mm-hmm. there's, there's always, at this point in time at least, we always need to have a human being responsible because as human beings we love having someone to blame if things go wrong. That's the way it has to be because you can't blame tech. Um, yes, but even tech, tech was created by someone, it's operated by someone and yes. it's used by someone as well. Yes. Um, and that someone is not going to take on legal responsibility for... It depends for an answer which an AI bot could give. I think it. I think it. I think it depends. I know we're sort of, you know, we we're we're, we're we're the conversation is evolving fairly quickly. But like when people talk about AI and how AI new is, like the biggest problem uh, that you have with AI is defining artificial intelligence. Mm. Um, I tried asking JGBT. I didn't get any answer. I was that's a really Conclusively, good conclusively happy with it. So. My idea of AI is that, um, like, if you go on a plane and that plane uses autopilot nowadays, which is sort of standard, isn't that isn't that artificially intelligent? For sure, you know, it For can sure. pretty much land on its own, navigate on its own. Like, the human being is there to, to keep it in check uh, and obviously to, to guide it, right? Mm-hmm. So again, it's like a mentor working with a with, a, <laughs> with an apprentice, so to speak. No, um, uh, so so so. When you look at how those things were sort of accepted you know mm. but then you look at the untapped potential that is across a number of other industries and um, particularly with the way it evol- with, with, with the mm, way yeah. you know it evolves. I think there's a lot of, there's a lot of potential opportunities for a lot of industries.
0: That's a really good point, actually. Really, really good point. Um, I mean, AI, like in the in the sort of airline industry, or uh, I mean, has been around for, it's been standard. It's been commonplace since, yeah. like, God knows, God knows how long. Like, so I, like, I was sitting down with this guy in his in this, um, uh, in his burger place in, in, in London. And, uh... And he sits down and he tells me he's a, he's, a, he's a captain for some commercial airline. He tells me, he says, listen, he says, do you know, it's like every time you, you, you land in a plane um, and the landing's a little choppy, it's because autopilot is handling the landing. So if the landing is perfectly smooth, it's because the pilot just decided he wants to flex his skills. But most of the time, he doesn't, so you get a choppy landing. But the, the point to the story is that we've accepted that we can stick our lives in the hands of AI on a daily basis, which is kind of crazy if you think about
1: it. I think, I think there's an interesting side topic there on biases, right? Because pro- probably probably since the, the human being was telling you this, they were being a bit biased. No, I
0: disagree. Uh, I, like, I disagree. I don't think... I don't think um, uh, I think AI, at least in its current form, has its, has its um, limitations, right? They're, they're getting to the... So if you, look at the, if you look at the history of AI progression, you will always see um, a sort of a performance curve. And this curve outperforms over 90% of all of its human counterparts. In best case scenarios, it outperforms 95 to 97. Best case. But the best 3% of humans, in every case except chess, are always better than AI. Because chess is, let's say, a, a very specific, yeah, a specific example. But if you look at, for example, OpenAI and Dota, right? It it's beats everyone except the, the, the top 1,000 players.
1: Yeah, but I think we have to, we have to also appreciate that uh, just like we started this conversation, AI is still evolving. Yes. Um, I mean, I was re- recently re- reading an interesting research paper about, about um, Dota where they found that there were certain biases in the AI engines that they were developing uh, because they were trained on, human, uh, on, on, on humans playing the game. Mm. Whereas when they reframed it and they had AI playing against AI, exactly, it went to a, to, a, to another level. Beautiful. So you you explained it beautifully. What does
0: that mean? That means that there are certain elements of understanding that AI is simply incapable of. For example, for example, let's say you let's say you're playing Dota. Let's take, take the um, Dota example, right? Um, if you're if you're um, approaching an enemy hero, and all All of um, the historical statistical data about individual players that play with this hero suggests that he will his next move will be to move away from you. Um, Then that is what the AI is going to react to. But as a human, if you've seen this, if you've been playing with this person for the first 15 minutes. And you understand that their that their sort of risk appetite as a player is much lower than the average person, you can account for that and adapt on the fly. AI cannot.
1: It cannot unless it has unless it has it 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 has a means of getting of getting to that data. But I think it's all what you're describing is it's it's all about biases. But even us humans, we're all about biases as well. Yes, but
0: we are able to process data in a, in, in a very, very different way, right? I, I agree. I mean, which is, which is why, going back to the pilot example, there, there would be certain micro-changes in, let's say, I don't know, wind direction and pressure, whatever. I'm not at all a, at all a fucking pilot, clearly, uh, but I'm just sort of winging this here. But there will be nice um, uh, um, sp- specific changes, I think, which a human would 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 be able to account for which the best pilots would be able to account for better than ai i think ai is great at at at,
1: at I, I, broadly speaking i think no? you're describing experience uh, which which yes, ultimately if you're, if you're training an ai engine you're trying to give it experience correct. right and but uh, what i find interesting and fascinating is that the way humans interact with the with the natural world um, is sort of being transposed into 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 code and into machines. And that's what I yes. thats what I find interesting about AI, whereas traditionally it's been a developer writing instructions, like yes. someone writing a recipe, right? With AI, you're defining the data, you're defining the experiences, and you're telling this piece of code, this machine, this chip, <laughs> to go and get those experiences and come up with, you know, yes. and the funny thing is, if you train three, four different engines, if you have a vast enough data set, on, on even on the same data set you might get slightly different. In fact, the problem with the, with AI is that it's not infallible. It's not. It gives you a it gives you
0: infallible apologies. It
1: it, it it can never be a hundred it can never give you hundred percent accuracy. It can fail. Yes. It will fail. Absolutely. It will make mistakes. In the same way humans. Where but... exactly. Whereas if sure. you have um sort of crisp logic code, mm-hmm. um that's that's a, going to behave exactly the same way. You know, if you're trying to do two plus two yes. or two plus three today. Two plus three today is five, two plus three tomorrow is going to be five, next year is going to, it's also going to be the same number, and yeah, even yeah, in yeah. 10, 15, 5, 000, 5 million years time. Yeah, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, so.
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs>
0: Let's move on to the next question. Um, how can AI be harnessed to address global issues like climate change and resource
1: management? Ooh. Okay, so another loaded question. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. I'll
0: I'll uh, jump in here, and then and then sort of um, (laughs) uh, maybe you can sort of segue to it. So um, I think one of the most pertinent problems in the climate change industry is the carbon credits market. Just because because it's it's one of the most I would say corrupt industries out there, which can really be fixed by tech, really be fixed by tech. So what happens? Quite simply, um, people plant trees, these trees sequester carbon from the atmosphere, and for all, for all the carbon which these trees then um, sequester, a value is um, attributed, there's a third party audit, just to sort of make sure that, these, that everything was, due process was um, carried out, and then, these, and then these credits are sold on the market. What happens? Um, these trees aren't maintained, trees die, and someone's just sold 100 years worth of futures on trees which have died after two, three years. And that's one of the very, very many reasons, mm. right? But why, I, don't see, I don't see a reason as to why we couldn't work with mapping companies, so, so, so sort of companies which own, which own satellites in space, right? like use that satellite imagery to individually identify each tree. Figure out, give each tree a unique ID. Figure out the kind of tree, the health of the tree over time. And based on that, figure out how much carbon each tree is going to sequester based on, based on existing data about that, that um, uh, um, a type of tree. And then use that information to, to create, let's say, like a tokenized carbon credit, right?
1: Uh, and that kind of closes the loop uh, i th- i think i think we shouldn't look at ai as a silver bullet of course in, not. in in the sense that um, and unfortunately this is starting to happen all over the place even within the financial services industry yes. you know you have a problem throw ai at it it will be solved it doesn't yes, really of work course like not. that i agree entirely with your example where ai in conjunction with satellite imagery possibly you know an iot network on the ground and, and stuff blockchain like that and exactly it it can help I think it. I think the applications go even more beyond the the, the carbon credit industry. It's. I think it's yes. an important industry because um, it's an important industry because it can help keep things in check globally. And mm. ultimately, climate change is a global problem. It's not a. No single country can solve climate change. Absolutely right? not. If if even if one country decides to you know uh, to 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 to, um, to not take take care of sort of you know. Uh, the environment—it's ultimately impacting the, the 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 entire the entire planet. But I think there's a lot more there's a lot more applications. Personally speaking, and I know this is a very controversial topic, but sort of um, 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 we it, like it, controversy. It, it, don't worry. Fine. <laughs> um, personally speaking, I think one of the biggest problems from a climate standpoint is the is the is the population density um, that the entire planet has. Mm-hmm. Um I know I know there's I know there's a there's there's sort of two trains of thought there where some people say that we have enough resources if we are efficient about resources. Mm-hmm. And I think there's merit there. And I think AI can help us become a lot more efficient with resources. And the example you just gave is possibly just one of how, how it can contribute to that. Um, but even in terms of land use, even in terms of you know maximizing yield from 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 you know from growing food and and, and, and stuff like that. Mm but then i tend to fall more on the side of those who think that yes we need to make more you make better use of resources but at some point we're going to hit you know a ceiling peak, a ceiling and we just can't sustain any 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 you know any, any more population growth uh, and i think the problem there um i, I I'm, I'm a I, you know I'm, I'm a big fan of david Attenborough, right and one of the quotes, one of the talks that he once gave that really st- stuck with me is that he said that the only, the only sort of industry that wants and that demands this population growth are economists, because ultimately that's the only way that economies keep growing. Exactly. And I genuinely believe that with technology like AI, you can have this economic growth, but not at the cost, or at least at the direct correlation of how many people you have, you know, on the planet, living, working, generating income. Because I genuinely believe that, maybe not in the next couple of generations, but at some point in time, we, we can have a situation where a machine and, 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 and you know, a, a chip, ultimately code, AI, can actually generate, uh, generate wealth. Um, and ultimately there is where, you know, has to pay taxes, It has, and it's contributing, contributing to, to the economy. I know it sounds a bit outlandish.
0: I, I don't think so but, at but all. I think we'll see that. <laughs> a lot our, of people think so. <laughs> no, not at all. But uh, I, I don't think, I, I, I actually think we'll see that in our lifetime. So um, you're absolutely right. I mean, generating infinite growth from finite resources is a fundamentally broken train of thought, right? Um, but I, I, and on top of that, the pension system is, Completely ridiculous, completely ridiculous. And the current ways of generating long-term wealth are vastly being limited to the few. For example, for the last 70, 80 years, property was the way to do it. Now that's in most parts of the world becoming a market that's inaccessible to many. So how is how is there and the idea of buying a property was buy this this is your um, retirement right this is what's going to sort of help supplement your um, pension. But you know if if uh, if but, a,
1: but I think I think that's what we really need to be careful. You've you've struck on a really interesting point here. Um, how can we make sure that AI isn't capitalized on by the few at the expense of the many? So, um, so here is. And I think that's a, that's a. It possibly touches on the ethical questions. No,
0: yeah. it, like it does. And I think we'll sort of skip the last question and sort of just <laughs> dive into this one. But. Because this is a very interesting one. But um, what. Let me tell you how it's going to work. Um, so there are going to be financial instruments like long term bonds and um say let's say like other uh, others other long-term financial instruments which will be created through the need for the private sector to fund ai and robotics projects specifically because robotics ai is an expensive like endeavor on its own it's an expensive endeavor right if you're doing an api call from chat that's one thing. If you have your own data set, you need to play with crazy amounts of big data. Without, without a couple of million, you're not playing the game, right? If you stack in robotics on that, you're talking about 20, 30, 40 million, like minimum investment, right? But if done right, the ROI will be fantastic. And more than that, the, 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 that said private company will not be able to self to self-fund because it's just too much money. So what's gonna happen? They're going to release private bonds, for example, for the public to be able to buy. Those bonds will do fantastically well because if you are, for example, if Doritos says, hey, listen, we, we want to invest in uh, robotics for the, entire, for, for the entire factories around the world. We're, really, we're trying to raise uh, $1.5 billion. Everybody's going to invest. Absolute because it's Doritos, it's a household name. And it's gonna it's gonna keep making money forever and ever and ever. And these these robots and this AI is gonna keep generating money every day. I think we're gonna get to a point where AI is gonna be working for us, and it's not gonna be about how much property you own, it's gonna be about how many algorithms and how many different AI projects you have your you have your, your fingers in, and they will keep growing income exponentially and that's Will attract government attention because they have sovereign wealth funds that they need to invest to keep the country alive.
1: I think I, 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 I agree with the principle. I think I think it's already attracted government attention in that regard because there's already been discussions about you know how can we tax wealth that's 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 been generated by by <laughs> code, um, and I think that's that's a good discussion to start having. I know people have different opinions, but at least different opinions are good um, because they help you come up to to, to what is. You know the best, the best. I guess the 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 the, um, the best solution at the end of the day. Um, but again, what what is me is whether these this power that's that's because ultimately, I, particularly you know the, the the advanced AI that you were just talking about is super powerful. Mm. Um, we need governments and we need in my opinion at least we need regulators to make sure that this power isn't limited absolutely uh, it's it's kept in check and it's not limited and the well generated isn't isn't just beneficial to the to the few you know to the top 5 10% and the, the um, and the uh, but the, the the only way for that to happen is for them to get involved and distribute
0: that to the people it's no, the only not, way not
1: just i think it also i think there are different ways right i think okay. even 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 making sure that we educate our young chi- young children at a, at, a, at a very early age in school on technology, AI blockchain and all these sort of things, because For sure absolutely. I personally think being proficient in technology is a lot more than than is a lot more important or rather it's as important as you know having a good grasp of languages like English and mathematics yeah, yeah. Um, there's some stuff that I think we teach children that are that that's, that's irrelevant. The way we teach kids is very important as well um. Sort of instead of uh, regurgitating or giving essays, let's start talking about critical thinking. Let's uh, let's have an assignment where even young children can have a debate, as opposed to you know provide something written on a piece of paper and they get graded on it. Because at the end of the day, it's that type of thought process that will help these people understand what AI is and how they can make good use of it and ultimately be able to also participate in, 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 in any wealth that's, that's generated by this. I still think we're a bit far away from that, but, well, you know. Well, well, we'll hell, man, we'll, I mean. We'll, 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 we'll check in every so often to make sure. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, well, well, hell, I mean, if you ever decide to
0: host a class in Critical Thinking, I know where to send my future kids. Uh, let, let's hope we get to live in a world where, where that happens. In the meantime, Matthew, thank you so much for your time.
1: Always Thanks a pleasure, so man. Likewise.